It's the inspiration by Don Vest. Let's talk. I got a special guest on hand, former Sergeant Jerome Ganaway, 10 years in the military, two deployments. What's going on, big dog? Man, everything, everything. What's going on? Nothing much, man. How's the family life? You can't, man. You got to give me an answer, brother. It's, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's going, man. It's going? Let me yeah, ask you. Yeah, it's going, man. So, so since uh-huh. tra- transitioning out of the military, my friend, what do you remember about your days of service? Hmm. Well, are we comparing it to something or just what do I remember? What do you I remember, remember some er- What do you remember? I remember? I remember some early mornings that I didn't want to get up to go do some daggone PT. <laughs> and I remember some I remember some late evenings that I did not want to stay for no reason at all. You know what I'm saying? That's what I remember. Yeah. And I also remember the people, you know what I'm saying? The, the people. Uh, I don't I don't know how in depth you wanted the question, but uh, the answer to the question, but the people is 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 most of all what I carry like the memories of the people, what I carry with me on a daily basis. So it's the camaraderie of, of the people that you came across. So it was more like a family in the middle. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. You, you had kind of a bond because you deployed with a lot of these. So you, you live with them. So you had to see them every day. It's like your brothers. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> what were some of the fears that you had transitioning out of the military? So some of the fears I had transitioning out of military, you know, I was I was married in the military. And, and as I transitioned out, I had four children. So some of my, my biggest fear was not being able to provide for my family, not having any income. And, you know. If a job was possible to get, how do you get that? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, for my basically for my whole adulthood, you know, right. I was military. So it wasn't, it wasn't nobody teaching you, Hey, you need to start gearing your life toward this or, or doing this resume up real good where you can, where you can shine when you go try to, you know, uh, get another job or get a job in your same field. You know, my, my fears, man, was just the, just trying to survive. I mean, the survival, the military, I'm going to tell you right now, I mean, they give you a little ACAP or whatever, you know, a little three or four day class. I forget how long it is, but, you know, it is definitely not adequate enough to prepare you for what you're going to face out here in the civilian world. Everything in the military, man, is structured. You know what you have to do. You know what you need to do. But when you get out here in the civilian world, man, it's no fingers pointing you in that direction. It's no... It's no, it's nobody guiding you. It's nobody really, even, you know, the crazy thing even is even veterans are hiding this information from veterans. You know what I'm saying? That right. is the crazy part. Cause you can see you, 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 you know, oh man, yeah, I just got out. Oh man, I've been out for 10 years. Well, you obviously you're doing well. So tell me, tell me what I need to do. Nothing, nothing. It's almost as if you out, you done. I mean, right. even even other either even the other veterans treat you as such. And I'm like, you went down the same road, Doc. 
know what I'm saying? But my transition, my transition was rough, to say the least, was rough. I mean, I got out of the military making, you know, X amount of dollars that supported the family right. and went to another X amount of dollars that didn't even didn't even pay a car note. You know what I'm saying? It was rough. It was right. very rough. Yeah. So, so other yeah. than that, like, what are some some complications that you had, if any? Complications I had, if any, what transitioning out of military? As being a, like civilian as today, man, the complications I have is I I think it's more more mental than physical. You know, dealing with people, um, just the mindset of the civilian world. You know, I'm ten years out, and 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 just still, you know, dealing with the mindset of civilian. I mean, you know, we we you know they got something as simple as reverse planning in the military, you know, you know what you need to do. So you know the steps leading up to what you need to do. In the civilian world, it's like they, oh yeah, let's get to the end point. No, nah, we can't just jump to the end point. We got to do these steps so we can get there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just mindset of the people, man. This, 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 that's my thing. Just dealing with civilian people. Right. Real talk. And I find myself isolated. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if I'm not doing anything to make a few bucks, man, I'm sitting at the house, man. So it can't even, I can't cope with the with the civilian world, man. It's just people are just, I don't know. It's no, it's no camaraderie, it's no brotherhood, it's no, I'm looking out for you. You know what I'm saying? I know in the military they say, ah man, ain't nobody gonna take care of you better than you. Yeah, got it. But you had that brother or that sister that that really genuinely cared about you. You know what I'm saying? Right. If we wasn't at work, we wasn't at work. We were at each other's house. You know what I'm saying? Right. We we got integrated into each other's families. That don't happen out here, man. Unless you a unless you was a, a for, unless you was a prior friend in the military, yeah. But to reach out and, and for new people in the civilian world, nah, don't happen. The way of thinking is just crazy. You're right, and you and you said it best too. Like, did you like you found a job after the military, right? I did. So you being a sergeant in the military, how do you view the leadership that's out here in the civilian in the civilian world? Well. It's a double-sided coin out here in the civilian world. You got some leaders that's that's bull-nosed leaders that you need to do what I told you to do right. and really ain't understanding the concept of the job, you know what I'm saying, or the concept of the task at hand. Then you got some leaders that's so passive that let everybody else run over them. That's what I see in the military, well, not in the military, but that's what I see in the civilian world. Uh, you know, I worked in the civilian world for about two and a half years, and um I had a, I, you know, not to take away from anybody or not to give anybody more props than they deserve. I'm going to tell it just like it is. I had a good supervisor, but under him, you know, the leadership under him, man, I mean, they didn't have a clue, not a clue. Uh-huh. I mean, couldn't, couldn't act on your own. You know what I'm saying? Me at the, at the, at the level I achieved in the military, you know what I'm saying? The NCOs above me or the saw major above me or the what an NCO I see above me, they expected me to, hey, you can operate on your own. We have entrusted that 
that we that you can operate on your own in a civilian world. Nah, nah. You got you got one boss, and I'm telling you, it, it is a. I'm telling you, he nitpicking everything because it can't. You can't. You don't have people that can operate on their own, man. I mean, just go to Walmart. I mean, you ask somebody something in Walmart, they don't even know. Well, let me go check the back. Let's, let me let me check the back. Doc, you work here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You right about that. Then you ask the you ask the manager. Well, let me go check the back. You work here. Can you just you know what I'm saying? Leadership is leadership in the civilian world, man. Is is it's flawed. It's different. I tell you one thing I do. One thing I do. Um, sorry for the background noise. I'm sitting on my front porch. You good? So one thing I do. Um, one thing I do admire and respect is that I learn leadership qualities from the military. You know what I'm saying? And I and I cherish that because out here in the civilian world, man, they ain't got it. It's different because you know when I was working at the parole office. You know, I used to show up at like probably 6.30 and I'll open up the building. My supervisor was supposed to be there before me. My supervisor always came in at like 7.10, 7.05. So it was like the standard of, of, of how they routine ran was so off. And it, and, and it was off-putting for me because it was kind of like, man, should I even be here? This ain't standard. Well, you know, a lot of, a lot of military folks, they, that they minds, you know, after being so long in that uniform and following a routine day in and day out, you have to be here at this time. You know, you had consequences. But in the civilian world, it's like, man, I can just call in and what, what, hey, I'm sick. That's fine. Hey, you, you call in your NCO. Hey, you better bring me that, that, that slick, that sick leave sheet. Yeah, you better go to sick call, man, or something, because I need some kind of something to saying you sick. Right. Now? Nah. In the civilian world, man, y'all you do is make a phone call, man. And Real use free. one of your you use one of your uh what they call it, PTO paid time off or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I mean, like you were saying, man, just the concept of just being at work, man, like on time. Like, right. you know, I mean, I I got you know what I'm saying. I, 30 minutes early, you know what I'm saying? Six, six, if I'm supposed to be there six, six, uh, 30, I'm at least showing up 15 minutes early. At least, at least. I feel like that's too close. Right. <laughs> I mean, but you got the supervisors, yeah, they show up at 6 30. Right, we gotta be at 6 30. Like, yeah, now you gotta do all your prep work. So, really, they paying you to do nothing for 30, 40 minutes. So, you rushing to get ready for the job. You showing up on the job, you're supposed to be ready. Hey, you know what they say. <laughs> if you're ready, you ain't got to get ready. But you, you show up and you got to rush to get things prepared for the people up under you. That's that's sad. Yeah. Hey. And I was one of the people that, that was already sitting there like, dang. Uh, well, maybe I should start coming in at 630 because uh, <laughs> I'm just sitting here just looking crazy you know what i'm saying right i mean there's a few other guys in there but most most of the guys that were there like early like that military prior military you know what i'm saying in the civilian world definitely prior military and then you got some that was in the military that's you know i guess they done with the military life i'm gonna show up when everybody else show up or they just following suit you know what i'm saying right right what like if if a young young man comes up to you and asks you hey what is the best information you can tell me about 
me gaining a a great career in the military. So they want to stay in and they want to do they want, do they well want, in the military. Yeah, they want to go in and they want to do well in the military. Man, I would tell them schooling, stay physically fit and keep your nose to the grind and anything anything that you think can benefit you don't matter what nobody else say. Anything you think can benefit you, do it. Okay. Benefit you and you do it. It'll benefit you and your family. Do it. Because one thing that threw me off track, I, I listened to a lot of people in the military. You know what I'm saying? So when when I could have been way ahead of where I what I achieved, but I listened to a lot of people and that kind of like slowed me down. Oh yeah, you could do this, you can do this, man. It was, and a lot of stuff wasn't in line with what I needed to do for my career. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was just in line with what somebody else did. That's why I say whatever you see fit to do to help your career, right. do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I could, I can, I can, I can give you the tools, but you you don't you ultimately you're gonna be the one that had to use them. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you see fit. You know what I'm saying? That is so true. So a transitioning soldier. I'm on my way out now. Now, what, what would you tell me to better prepare me on the outside? Man, I would tell you, I would tell you if you're transitioning, if you got about a year out, if you're transitioning, I would tell you to spend that whole entire year getting any and every piece of information you can get about outside the military. Because at this point, military is irrelevant to you. The, 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 your mindset has to change. Yeah, they might still want you to go to work and everything, but your mindset, get all the information. I mean, resumes, ask, go to go to the jobs. I mean, you have to almost be a pest. You know what I'm saying? Go through the go to the jobs and ask them, hey, what do I need to put on this resume for me to look like I'm gonna be, you know, to for me to look like get you want look like something that you want to hire. You know what I'm saying? You have to, you have to just get all that information because. That's not going to be available to you once, 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 once you out. It's too late to start doing that. You know what I'm saying? That's now you have to start settling for what you can get, and that's the wrong answer. That's what a lot of military veterans do. Oh, I'm getting out. Okay, what's your plan? Um, and I, I think I'm just gonna just get a job. Nah, man, I'm telling you, because that I don't care if you're a freaking E1. The pay difference. And your benefits is, man, it is a difference. And you've been an E1 and you working at Burger King. You, yeah, you might be making $12, $13 an hour at Burger King and you might say, oh, man, I'm getting a lot more money than I did in the military. Right. But you ain't getting them free meals. You ain't getting that free place to stay. Right. You know what I'm saying? That hot you know water. What I'm I mean, <laughs> yeah, all that. Electricity. You know what I'm saying? You ain't getting none of that. All you getting is that check and then all the rest of it got to pay. So that's why I say, man, if it's any skill set you have, man, you, if you got about a year, six months to a year, man, start getting the information you need and you need to have a plan. First and foremost, have a plan. You know, I know it's some soldiers, you know, due to whatever happened in their career, they're getting booted out. Still, they ain't, they ain't kicking you out tomorrow. 
you know what I'm saying? Get yourself a plan and stick with that plan no matter what. Just make sure the plan benefits you. You have to information, man. I'm telling you, information is key nowadays. And a lot of people are not sharing the information, man. You know, like when I transition, I hate to keep going back to it, but when I transition, man, it was no information, man. My right. my my CEO, my CEO was probably the only one that was feeding me information because he knew what hard times I was gonna go through. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, just kept feeding me, feed me. You need to go do this. You need to go do this. You need to go do this. And that, and by the grace of God, that helped because it, it wasn't long after I transitioned that, you know, things started changing, you know, for me. You know what I'm saying? But that period of waiting and in, 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 in the transition with nothing, man, I'm, I was making, I was making five, four, about $500 every two weeks. Outside the, when I first got out of the military, that, right. that that's nothing. Unemployment is more than that. Yeah. You get paid sixteen hundred dollars or eight hundred dollars every two weeks for unemployment. But I didn't want to do that because you know you're a soldier, suck it up. But the, if I had a known all the informational details, I'm commo. You know what I'm saying? I was commo. I had all the computer background, A plus, all that. But I didn't know what to do with it. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Nobody gave me any information to do with it. Come to find out 10 years later, shoot, I can get a job up here at Fort Hood just as quick as a job at McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because of what I know. And, I, and nobody told me that. Nobody so I had cares. to settle. You know what I'm saying? So I had to settle for the city of Colleen, which is, I thank God them hiring me, but I had to settle for Colleen and making pennies. Not even being able to afford diapers for my children. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy, man. Right. So, so like, it's a lot of like, and, and this is so true. A lot of people prepare to get out of the military the month of them getting out of the military, which makes no oh, sense. Yes. So then, and mm -hmm. you know, you, you get that domino effect. You are so happy that things are going, you getting out, things are okay at the moment, but later on down the line, something is going to hit you as to where I should have like prepared myself to jump out. Like a lot of, a lot of vets don't use their education benefits. You know, a lot of vets, that's like, Hey, I need to go straight to work. That's like I say, with mm -hmm. the plan, you got to have a plan for everything you do. Hey, so let's say you run across a soldier in the street. He's out, he's a vet. And he's like, you know, he has no direction as opposed to doing what he needs to do but he he has that 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 post-traumatic stuff going on in his head but he's just he's just lost i need to start my disability claim but you know i don't have any motivation to do it because i don't think i'm gonna get what i deserve and you know there's a lot of vets out there like that like mm -hmm. what, would, what would you what would you then tell that person well i'm gonna tell you straight up bro I've, I've encountered vets like that. And uh, I tell them, well, you're spending time doing nothing. You might as well spend time doing something. Because I'm going to tell you, and it, 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 it's it's harsh. But, you know, when speaking to veterans, you can speak in that harsh manner. Because that sometimes that's all they understand. You know what I'm saying? They don't understand the nice stuff. Ah, you could go. Nah, you're spending time doing nothing. You might as well spend some time doing something. And something is, hey, Get off your tail, your hind parts, doc, and go 
go to whoever they Dave or or you find your lawyer or something. You know what I'm saying? Because most of these people do this stuff pro bono until you get whatever you need to get out of it, and then they'll ask for a little bit on the, on the back end. But it still benefits you ultimately because this is something you're gonna have for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? So for the rest of your life, and, and, and so I, I I've I've encountered, like I said, soldiers, female and male alike. So I just told him, man, look, you spending time, you spending your wheels. Oh man, I don't want to wait, man. I, I hate waiting. Well, what are you doing now? You doing nothing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You might well wait. Waiting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's that what I'm saying. The the concept of thinking, man, is just like crazy. Right. Especially with with a lot of a lot of the vets, man, is walking around here knowing that you, you know, it ain't it don't even necessarily have to be post traumatic stress. You know what I'm saying? Right. It could be. It could be that you have diabetes. Back uncontrollable diabetes and, and nobody nobody is steering you in the right direction where you can get free health care because you're a veteran. You know what I'm saying? Or, or health care at a reasonable price that you can afford. You know what I'm saying? Or are you 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 need glasses? Something simple as that, man. People don't even know that you can go down here to the to the VA down here in Temple, Texas, man, and get you get you a pair of just 20, 30 dollar glasses, man. That's stylish. That's gonna look good on you, but they don't know that. Cause ain't nobody giving them, you know what I'm saying? Look, you you spending your time doing nothing. You might as well spend your time getting all the information you can get, man. I'm telling you, cause it's 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 there for the access. It's just, it seems to me, it, 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 after the military, nobody want to give you access. You know what I'm saying? Nobody want to nobody want to bring that to the front front and tell you, hey, look, you have options. You have a lot of options just by being you served in the military and it depends on how you got out too. you know what I'm saying? But you served in the military, you know what I'm saying? So, Hey, make it work for you, man. And I ain't trying to say you take advantage of the situation. I ain't trying to say take advantage of the situation, but you know, Hey, look <laughs> like, like the saying goes, man, ain't nobody going to take care of you like you, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, I got a, I got a lot of homeboys, but I can't, I can't, I can't drink their water from their faucet. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I gotta have some water in my faucet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I mean, you know, what I'm saying you got to take care of you to benefit you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hey, man, real quick, uh, if 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 you could, like, if you got a funny moment that you can share with the people that you had in the service, bro. If you if you don't remember, that's cool, bro. If you don't remember, that's cool. Well, I you know what, man? I had so many, so many funny moments, but I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna plead the fifth on them because a lot <laughs> of these funny moments probably can't can't be shared on so they probably you know what I'm saying. I don't want none of my 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 my, my partners calling me, hey man, why you put me out there like that? You know what I'm saying? So that's cool, bro. That's cool. So I hey definitely, you know what? That's that's the memory of the military, man. The people, and and that that was a funny moment. The people, the people. You know what I'm saying? The people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Hey, man, I appreciate you for uh participating in in this, man. You know, you gave up some of your time to explain some things to the people. I, I really appreciate you for doing that. And you know, we talk about this thing of transition. We in life, we're gonna always be in some transitional moment. 
you know, either from the house to the car, it's something different. Something's going to change. You walk outside, you run into an individual that's going to tick you off. Something about that conversation is going to change the habits within you. We always have to stay ready with the things that we do. Hey, man, please subscribe to the channel. You know, click the like. Give me the thumbs up, man. Share. You already know what to do. Fall in with the troops. Are you next? Fall in. Hey, formation.